Ladies and gentlemen, legend in my spare time podcast. Legend of my spare time. Hey, this is Brett the Hitman Hart, and you're listening to the Spare Time Legends Podcast Network. Listen good. Legend in my spare Legend in My Spare Time contains themes and subjects that may not be suitable for everyone listening. If you're easily offended, we suggest you get your podcast on elsewhere. Just before we drop into this extra special edition of your favorite podcast, favorite podcast, firstly, make sure you check out episode 308 of the misinformation podcast with my buddy zach that's the first half of this conversation there's still plenty of meat on this bone but make sure you go back and listen misinformation podcast wherever you get your podcast and also this past weekend in real time just johnny and i took the legend in my spare time podcast on the road and we were part of super pod 2020 live in the house in full effect just johnny made his return to the pod for the first time in months and how did it go? Well, I'm glad that you asked. Our feed, our live video feed was cut for being too offensive, too insulting, too disgusting, perhaps. Who knows? The only way to find out is to listen to the show when we release it next week. So there you have it. You can hear Just Johnny's return, the live show, and maybe find out why our live stream was cut off. But for now, here's part two. It's me and it's Angry Zach from Misinformation Podcast. We'll see you soon. Oh, and by the way, Just Johnny said to say hello. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and listeners all around the world to a brand new edition of your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. That's right, motherfuckers. Legend in my spare time is back up in that ass, baby. I can say baby because go back in your podcast feed and you will know you will understand and you will enjoy the fact that we said it before new day that's right I'll fight all three of y'all we had it first anyway welcome to a special edition of the fucking show and I say it's a special edition because I just had to drag somebody over here don't speak yet I didn't give you permission just yet sir I have a guest with me a longtime friend and buddy a podcaster in his own right allegedly he's the host of the misinformation podcast we just recorded an episode of his show so make sure you go and find that where you will realize at the ending where he was in fact talking what is technically known as that bullshit ladies and gentlemen it's Zach Baby Yoda hater himself, welcome to the show, sir. Allegedly. 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 Are you recording now? I am recording now. But, uh, allegedly? A, allegedly a podcaster? Allegedly? Look, man, you upset me. You hurt my feelings. I'm just taking digs now. 10 years. I'm just being hurtful. 10 years, 307 plus episodes, sir. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Amen. Look. Allegedly. Look, you hurt my feelings and I was taking shots, okay? That's how we do. I love you. I would never say anything And you, but do you horrible. want to tell them? Tell him what? I think you might. I tell. Him. I th- are you going to tell him what you just what that shit you were just talking on the other well, side of this this podcast? Whatever you're talking about. Look, we were we were having a discussion, listeners. Okay, on his show, you'll have to go and check it out, please, about music and other such things. And I brought up the Beatles, and um, Chump over here decided to chime in with a little bit of a "Ooh, listen to my edgy opinion" bullshit. Which okay, fine. He's entitled to his incorrect opinion, but then he crossed the line. <laughs> Look, then he crossed the line that I could not allow. Look, man, I just, I don't like the Beatles. I, 
I, I don't, and I'm not it's saying okay. I'm not saying other people shouldn't like the Beatles. I'm just saying I don't like the Beatles. I, I just can't get into it. I've tried so many times, and I just can't do it. You have Nickelback in your in your Apple Music playlist. Yep. The Beatles are not for you. However, that's not what I take beef with. What <laughs> I take beef with is your little comparison you made when you try to make your point. Oh, okay. Oh, you mean the fact that like I often like things that other people or dislike things that other people like, like Rick and Morty, The Big Bang Theory, and Friends. I don't like those things either. Okay, right. Listen here, that's the beef I took. How do you jump from the Beatles to compare them to Rick and Morty in any con- any stretch? Uh, I, people try to convince me that Rick and Morty are genius. That it's genius. No, Rick and Morty is Rick and Morty is what is technically known as that bullshit. I, However, I agree. The Beatles, no. <laughs> You're lucky just Johnny's not here, and you're lucky he doesn't care enough to listen to this and call you out on it later. <laughs> However, he loves Rick and Morty, and I think that show sucks. I hate it. I can't get into it. That, Adventure Time, uh, Doctor Who. I don't like Doctor Who either. Well, now, now, we're a, we're a big Doctor Who family in this house, okay? Yeah, I just now, can't do it. saying that, I think even my, even my wife, the loyal Doctor Who fan, would say this season sucks dick. She'd probably oh, say that's nice too bad. That's, they put a lot of eggs in the same basket. A lot of eggs in the basket on this season. Yeah, it, and, and it, it's not great. Now, Mark, I'm, she's been watching for seasons and seasons and seasons, okay? So it's more her bag. But I enjoy it. But this season, enough already. Like, we don't... A lot of my listeners, funnily enough, are die, like diehard Doctor Who fans. Some of them even host their own Doctor Who shows. I think we have a former cast member of Doctor Who who might listen. However... This season sucks, and there's so many... Le- like, the problem is it's all the lessons, right? Like, you're not watching, so you may not know this, but, like, no. every episode is like, this week, we're really going to focus on this is why you should be nice to each other. Oh, my. Uh, and this week, we're going to talk about why it's important to respect other people's choices. And okay, we all do that. We've all seen the Fresh Prince episodes where the piano plays at the end, and you're like, holy shit, I just learned something. Um, but this one, it's just so blatant that every week, this is the theme. Um so, so no, I'm not, Star, I'm not enjoying Star Trek it. did it and they did it better. Right? That's, yeah. And that's, that's my Rachel, my wife made that exact point. She was like, in this era of the new Star Treks, Picard and Lost in Space, you can't be coming out with this bullshit. Like this kind of show, this, this just isn't going to fly in among all these other amazing sci-fi shows. I don't understand how Doctor, how Doctor Who has ever remained competitive or relevant. Like it's always been like 20 years behind in like production quality acting, like everything it's doing feels like something somebody else already did 20 years ago. But I don't know if that's not the point. Like in as much as the, the, the old school looking sets and the cheesy lights and the, so they're shooting. It's kind of like what people they're shooting for. That's what people like about the first star Trek. Well, back then I think originally they, they, they were. Um, So I think then maybe when they try to make it like, Hey, look at this 4K show we made. It's a little bit like, well, you're not doing it as good as the other really good shows are doing it, so it makes it look kind of cheese balls. Perhaps I don't know. So maybe the- we're just talking rubbish. But you tried to sidetrack me and distract me, little man. <laughs> don't distract me with nerd talk. Don't distract me with you logic. To, and you want to talk about Doctor points. Who? You listen to you listen to the Gallifrey Stands podcast with our friend Doctor Squee. Fuck you, Squee. Okay. However, you don't distract Except me from that never, shit we were talking about. I would never earlier, do that. So I would never. No, you will not listen to that podcast because I can't stand watching the show. Well, I, listen, I'm just what? talking. I'm back to the Rick and Morty thing, okay? All right. Well, that's it's a horrible show. Well, okay. But are you going to apologize for the connection? 
I, or are we just going to leave that as our thing? I think I'm just going to I'm going to let it hang out there because I just I, I stand right. by my Fine. I stand by my assertion that I often I often dislike things that other people Fine. like because it's just not for me. Fine. Fine. It's okay. We're going to agree to disagree. Now, long-time listeners know exactly who you are or they should. You would think. Uh, and if they don't, we we kind of told a little bit of this tale over there on misinformation. Um and um we met through we met on the internet. Um, and then, uh, I, you started, you heard my music and then you guys invited me to come and play at your wedding. I sang your bride down the aisle. Oh, what a great time to burp. I sang your bride <laughs> down the aisle. It was lovely. Uh, it was wonderful. Uh, you got all fucking Lucy legged and teary eyed. Um, and, uh, it was a beautiful time. I, it was a beautiful I, occasion. I did. I, even, I almost did that thing. I, I, my, I locked, I locked my knees, you know, when you always yeah, tell everybody, yeah. don't fucking lock your knees. That's a real fucking thing. Coach, don't fucking right. lock your knees. You will get fucking lightheaded, and you'll be like, oh, shit. All of a sudden, I started to sweat, like cold flop sweat. I'm like, oh, no. This is happening. I fucking, my vision, fall down. my vision started to, like, pinpoint. Like, I lost peripheral vision. Everything started to go, and I'm like, I have fainted before. I know what is getting ready to happen. This cannot happen today. So I bent my knees a little bit, and I, like, kind of, uh, f- like, flexed my fucking asshole and tried to, like, figure out how to fucking make this go away. And, whew, just barely, just barely made it. Whew. Whew. But didn't we all? And uh, it was wonderful. And so how long have you been married now? Uh, be 10 years this April. 10 years this April. Yep. Uh, and it's five years this April for me and my wife. There's there's a weird connection there, too, that's really kind of accidental, but really kind of beautiful. Yeah. Uh, that we share the same wedding anniversary. That is fucking stupid, isn't it? <laughs> that's wild. And definitely by no means on purpose. Right. Um. um but, it, you know, so that was how we met and we've, so you 10 years, so that's how long we've known each other through podcasting. We've probably podcasted about five times that whole time. Yep, yep. Um, that's why you're on episode 300 and I'm still, I think I'm not even at two yet. Uh, you know, so, uh, there you have, we've, we've known each other a long time. You've been involved in the spare time Olympics was the, which was the quiz show we used to have. Right. You fucked that up. That was great. Oh no, Thank I you. fucking slam dunked that motherfucker. What are you talking about? You, I, you did win, didn't you? I just listened to that episode the other day. It was, it was fan. I didn't know I didn't win. It was, you fucking kept changing the rules. You kept changing the fucking point yeah. totals and it was all over the place. It was not a fair fight. That's how, that, that's literally how the game works. <laughs> it's, it's making a comeback soon too, folks, but that's literally how the game worked. No matter what happened, I decided who won and who lost. For example, if the Beatles would have come up as a subject, this guy over here would have lost probably a million points. I think I did so already lose a million points. You did a couple times, yeah. and I remember Fatty in the back laughing real hard. Yeah, I, he, Gosh darn, do I miss that man? I think Eric won, if I remember right. I just li- Eric I, did, but then I reversed. I reversed the points at the end because he gave a shitty acceptance speech, oh, that's which right. to this day I regret because it legit hurt his feelings, and I really didn't mean it to. <laughs> uh, I thought it would just be funny if I could go back. I would genuinely switch it, and he would still win because I felt really bad. But he, you know, because anyway, you won ultimately but then we never played again so it's kind of like the title you never defended it it kind of just fizzled out i think because i don't remember you ever playing again i think i stripped you of the title and gave it to ollie um and then that sounds about right that so we're gonna have to start an, that sounds we're gonna right. have to start a new title we're gonna have to start it again uh and spoiler alert it's gonna be our the buddy dr squee from the gallifrey stands podcast and my buddy paul mcgee now the reason there's a connection there is because just like you earlier dr squee sometimes talks that bullshit uh, and then Lizzie's got to stand up and talk, you know, p- 
prove him some shit. So he once tried to claim, and he's gonna, he's legit. Honestly, now he's gonna send me a WhatsApp message when he listens to this, <laughs> and it's gonna be all capitals, and it's gonna say, "I gave you the points." Because he hosts a quiz show just like ours, except for more fair. I hate to give him that, but much more fair. Um, he said, name a famous franchise that David Tennant is a part of. So I said DuckTales, because he's the voice of Scrooge McDuck in the new DuckTales. Oh, my. He said, he said, that's not a franchise. <gasps> I was like, what? Comic books, video games. Toys, cartoons, movies, clothing, theme park attractions. What do you consider a fucking... Anyway, spin I don't want to get upset Spin again, off. There's a spin off. Darkwing right? Duck. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So what does he consider a fucking... Fr- anyway, I don't want to... That's Dr. Squee talking that bullshit. So they're going to have a little spare time Olympics soon. And I'm heading there. I'm heading to Southampton, England soon, ladies and gentlemen, for the final ever episode of the Gallifrey Stands podcast. And the final ever Gallifrey Games. And I've been teamed up with Paul motherfucking McGee um, and Squeeze the Host. And uh, we're basically making a plan to make sure he cries. <laughs> That's mean. That- yeah, I know. But you know what? He brought it on himself. And spoiler alert, because there's not going to be much crossover. Well, maybe there is. Our team name, because McGee and I were the ones arguing that it is indeed a franchise. Uh, and I should mention that for the two years since then, we both send him like videos of the DuckTales theme or us singing DuckTales or, or other people wearing DuckTales things. <laughs> so to be honest, we've been harassing the fuck out of this guy for like two years about DuckTales. Uh, but first time anyone ever is going to hear it, our team name from our weekend at the Gallifrey Games for me and Paul McGee, we've named ourselves... The franchise. I was going to predict that. I was going to predict it. I was going to say That's it. right, yeah. bitches. Yep, the franchise. We're, we're in the house. So I don't know how we brought that motherfucker up. Love you, Squee. <laughs> also, do you remember, do you remember now that we're just going for this free-flowing conversation, do you remember me getting the weird letters in the post, the weird articles I was getting sent to me in the, in the, in the, in the post? Do you remember this? No. It's okay to admit it. You no. don't listen. It's fine. No, I listen, so but I don't one remember. Day, yeah, yeah. This all starts with our friend Fitzy, ladies and gentlemen. Fitzy sends me a parcel and he puts on the envelope, nature boy, Matt Lees, because that's what he calls me, the nature boy. Woo, you get it. So I make mention on the podcast of he sent something to nature boy, Matt Lees. So then randomly, um, I get uh, in the post to nature boy, Matt Lees. I got a weird little envelope with Chinese lettering all over it. This was a long time ago, so it's okay. Um, And uh, I open it up and it's literally just little tiny pieces of plastic, which turn out to be a screen protector for a Samsung phone. And I'm like, that's weird. Why is it? Why is it like, okay, maybe the, the, it went to the wrong address for uh, nature boy. I was like, nobody calls me nature boy. Like nobody. And nobody will put it on an envelope except for Fitzy. So I messaged Fitzy after a day and he's like, Oh fuck, are those for a Nest Nine or whatever it was? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, those are real. Those are mine. He's like, when I sent you your gift, because he sent me a gift a little while before that, he said I ordered it from the same place to Nature Boy Matt Lee's. I forgot to change my shipping address. My bad, homie. <laughs> so I tell the story. I tell the story on the podcast, and then a couple of weeks later, I get an a le- an envelope in the post to Nature Boy Matt Lee's. I take it out. It's a newspaper, completely in Finnish or Swedish. Uh, and it's got handwritten on it, turn to page, whatever, 24, whatever it was. I turned to the page and there's this article and highlighted is this, this language I don't understand, just this little part of the sentence. So of course, it's 2020 now, or 2019 then, I throw that into Google Translate and it turns out to say, the government is lying on a nude beach. So I'm like, what? 
Like what the fuck is going on here? Like lying as in lying down or as in not telling the truth? No, no, no. Like lying as in not telling the truth. On a nude That's beach. what Google Translate gives me. Okay. On a, the government is lying, not telling the truth, on a nude beach. Oh, okay. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I tell that on the podcast. And this is where I should have known. Because we talk about heels and faces and kayfabe. All of a sudden, Dr. fucking Squeeze real interested in this story, right? <laughs> like, I don't pick up on why he's so interested at first. I'm like... Yeah, man, isn't this fucking weird? And he's like, it is weird, yo. Let me know if anything else shows up. And I'm like, I will. Thanks for your interest. Um, uh, I think, uh, I don't know if it's the same envelope, but at another time, an envelope arrives and it's Nature Boy Matt Lee's and on the back is a phone number written like plus whatever, whatever, a weird international phone number. So of course, now through Skype, you can dial a phone number and it doesn't cost you anything. So I call the number through Skype. It calls to the Finnish of the Canadian embassy in Finland. Oh no. <laughs> and I'm literally like, I'm going like full on like a news podcast with this. Like I'm recording as I'm dialing the number. I've never called it before. I'm getting, I'm getting chill. Like as I type it in, I'm getting chilled a little bit. Right. Cause I'm recording live true kayfabe. The first time you hear me react to it is the first time I called it live on the thing. I even opened the envelopes that way and I'm opening them, reading it like live, getting fucking goosebumps. I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> And, uh, so I call the phone number and it's the Canadian embassy. And then like a year later, when we do the 10th anniversary episode, Dr. Squeeze sends me this little sound file. And, and again, the whole time he's like, you'll tell me, and we did a live recording, a video chat where I talked to him about it. And he was like, oh, I'm so fucking interested. He pushed a little hard. He's lucky. I didn't pick up on it. Um, then we get to the 10 year episode and he says, yo, I sent you my sound clip. Are you going to listen to it now or live when you do the show? And I said, live when I do the show. And he's like, perfect. Still, Lizzie here doesn't pick up on nothing. And I'm like, okay, man. <laughs> so then the way I did it again was much like you, you've done in the past is I recorded myself live, but then I played the clips to myself live and heard them for the first time with a live mic. Right. So I think when you hear it, you literally hear me in the back being like, motherfucker. <laughs> so he goes on at the end to say, oh, by the way, uh, Matt, uh, I was the one sending you all that weird post. He's like, I was getting friends from all over Europe, whatever, to send you weird shit. I got pissed off because only like two of them showed up. I sent like eight. And he's like, I got annoyed that he weren't showing up. So I fucking gave up on it. He played me for like a year on this man. Like, he, and if you would have seen this motherfucker and how interested he was sitting forward in his seat and shit, like, wow, make sure you tell me what's, uh, you let your guard down sometimes with people when you love them. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, and of fuck, course I have to say, well played, you. sir. Oh, he, rocked he fucking you. got me good. Oh, he fucking rocked you yeah, hard. Yeah. Like, I don't have to like it, but he fucking got me good and well played, sir. And he's a good friend. And, you know, he drove fucking six hour round trip to come to the gig in December and be our host. So, you know, he's a great dude, uh, as, did, as did our friend Al from the Ministry of Swooping. Now, side note, you should get on the Ministry of Swooping podcast. It's going to be fucked up for time difference because he's in the UK. Yeah. But I think it'll be worth it. It's a show where Al breaks down uh, uh, fake news from each week kind of thing. You know those articles you see where it's like 700 families were deported today. Right. When's it going to be you? He'll look into those kind of articles and get the truth behind them and stuff. Um, and then he kind of holds the truth back and then he asks it like the, the, the panelists or whatever on the show, like, what do you think this story is really? And you get your chance to try to be funny and, you know, tell funny stories. You know, you know what I'm saying? You get the point. But it's interesting because they just do the news articles and it's very cool. Uh, you should try to get on that. I think it'd be near impossible with your schedules, but 
you know, saying that uh, Al was the host of Superpod when we did the live podcast, uh, and he's also the host. Just Johnny I in March, March seventh, Saturday, March seventh, we're going to be live in Southampton, England, at the Social for the Superpod, which is a twenty, a forty-eight hour. Uh, I'm not good at math. You guys know this. It's a number of hours live podcast show, <laughs> which goes on for a couple of days. Uh, and Johnny and I are on in the afternoon. Um, just Johnny doesn't know this, but he doesn't listen. The show we're actually doing, it's for Sports Relief, which is a sports charity. What we're doing is a beginner's guide to pro wrestling. And I'm just going to drop this on Johnny on the day. And I'm going to show him pictures of pro wrestlers, like say uh, Ravishing Recruit at his finest in his most gimmicked up and be like, what do you think this guy's name is? And just get him to just fucking, I'm just going to talk him through how wrestling works. Show him like the ending of a match and go, what do you think's happening here? Which guy's this guy? Which guy do you think is Greg the Hammer Valentine? And which guy is Jimmy Snuka? And just have, you know, he's going to hate it, by the way. Oh, is, is, I can't. is hopefully the gimmick of it, he's going to fucking hate it. I can't imagine why he doesn't like podcasting. <laughs> Right? I don't get it either, man. I mean, I think he's being a bit of a baby. Uh, but that's uh, March 7th. If you can't be there, you can watch live. Uh, but obviously, if you want to be there, you should come out. Uh, it's free during the day. It's ticketed in the evening. Uh, and I believe in the evening, this might be a spoiler alert, and Al might call me a, squealer, a squealy bitch. I think, I think I'm playing music during one of their live shows in the evening. I think. That's I don't a, know if I'm allowed to tell you all that. March 7th. That is, that is Jenny's birthday. That's my wife's birthday. Well, my set is now dedicated to Jenny, and that means Al, you have to now let me play a set because it's Jenny's birthday. There you go. He can't. I mean, maybe she can. Se- maybe she can send me a sound clip of her saying, "You should let Matt play a set." Yeah, good, good fucking luck. <laughs> right. Fucking I remember luck. when you had her on Miss Info. <laughs> Holy shit! You could get done. That sh- that should be abuse, brother. Like she did not want to be there. No. Twice, twice. I had her. One was just me and was her, it? and the other one was the fucking uh, wife show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember yeah. that one. That wife, um, that wife show, now, though, that, that only went out to... Did that go out to everybody? I don't remember. I You definitely sent it to me. Um, but there's, you know, I always tell I always tell Rachel, not that she's interested in the least. I'm always like, don't Yoko Ono my shit. Um, you know, and she'll always reply with, I don't want to be on your stupid podcast. <laughs> you know, and she, I mean, she's right, you yeah. know. Well, yeah. uh, but I got to give her credit. Matt Lee's Gets Creative was her idea. Really? Good for her. Good for her. I, and I, again, I still, yeah, she was the know, one who formulated it into an, we formulated info, into man, an actual like, thing. That that's, that's great. I mean, it's, it's something that should have probably happened a long time ago. Cause it's a great fucking concept. Yeah. It's something I could have done something with if I would have done it many years ago, I think, but well, I, I still, I, think, I really enjoy it. You know, I, I think you still can do something with it. I don't think that it's, uh, I, I think that it, I think that it's, it's timely and you know, you, Interview shows are what's hot right now. Yeah, but it's, I think it just gets so much harder and harder to get guests. Um, like, especially being being nobody, it's a lot harder. I have some bangers for season three, but then looking forward, I'm kind of like, oh, fuck. But to be honest, that's happened at the end. Every time I've done the 10-episode season, I've gone like, yo, what if I don't get 10 more? And then, of course, things happen. And I'm like, oh, shit, I got this person. Oh, shit, I got that person. Um, and... You know, I, I tease Doctor Who for doing all the overly pot- politically correct shit and all the, the lessons and shit. But the one thing I would definitely want to do is talk to more women, man, because I just I haven't not from choice, not as an idea. I've, it's just I haven't happened to talk to that many women, you know, yet. So I definitely want to make sure I can do that, too, uh, right. just because their stories are different, too, man. Like they're all just cool stories. Like I said on your show about it's just a, t- a conversation about creativity and how that helps you how that doesn't help you, how that sometimes makes your life hell. 
Um, cause you know, it happens for all the, the creatives and I think everyone can enjoy it. So that's the big boy podcast. Uh, and this one is the one where I yell at my friends for bullshit opinions about the Beatles. <laughs> uh, um, real quick. Did you, did you change something about your, your connection? No, maybe, uh, maybe Rachel's on the PS4, on the PS4 right now. Two seconds. I'll go onto, I'll go into 4G and we got this. We're fine. There'll be no interruption. Um, there we go. We, oh, come on, where'd you go? There we go. Hey, there you are again. Is that cool? Uh, it still yeah. says poor. That should still, be better now. I'm on a. St- it still says poor connection. All right. Well, I mean, you're recording you, and I'm recording me, so technically yeah, they we'll won't right. notice. So as long yeah. as you can hear me, all right, cool. We'll, we'll, we'll be all right. We'll, yeah, I can hear we'll, you. It's we'll it's it's, it's uh it's it's cut out a couple times, but I think we're I think we're okay. Yeah, it'll be fun when we listen back to this to hear what we were actually saying to each other. <laughs> no shit, right? <laughs> um but no man i I think that i think that uh matt least gets creative is it i I think i think well i think you know i had asked you a while back i was like so what are your numbers like and you're like oh man like they they blow they blow legend out of the water and that that in itself shows how how that there's an already an audience for it you know which is the hardest thing in, in podcasting is finding an audience you know, when back in the day when we used to have, you know, their message boards and there there was more online community shit that happened, it was it was pretty easy to get an audience. But now that that like has kind of dried up and these online communities, aside from mm-hmm. like Reddit, don't exist, uh, it's a lot mm-hmm. harder to to jump into a pre-made audience. You know, Facebook, yeah, Facebook and Twitter don't count. That's just a bunch of people fucking yelling into the wind. Like they they aren't interested in yeah. hearing anything back. That's just people wanting to yell things out, and they don't want any. Yeah. any interaction or input no which has always been frustrating for me for podcasting because i want that interaction like i want to hear from people who are listening i want to build oh, a, yeah, me a too. community you know because it's fun yeah i mean we've done shit i don't know like you know if you guys have done i've yeah some of my greatest times i've ever had have been podcasting with you right yeah agreed or agreed. like the guys we met through that group you know like it's just all been through podcasting so that's why i, I always love doing it but that's that's the show i really can be proud of and i really put a lot into and I had a I had a person, you know, we were talking on the other one about getting emails and stuff. Yeah. I had a person tell me via email that they kind of used the show as a therapy each week. And I was like, yeah. whoa. That's that's a big Even just deal, now man. I got yeah. you know in The Rock when he was on Raw, he's like Goosebumps. It was just really a nice thing for someone to say. And I'm like, dude, that's why you do it. Because sometimes those conversations are like therapy for me. All oh. right. Like, especially if I'm talking to a musician. For sure. And he's talking about the same kind of pain and pain i use that word you know what i mean i understand real pain also folks i'm just saying that emotional pain you can feel when you're stuck in that rut of creativity when i hear from other musicians that's like therapy for me you know um but i think anyone can hear that i've heard it from you know artists my my friends who was an artist who said how much a show interviewing adam manoa meant to him and adam manoa is a guy who was a he was he was gonna spend his life fixing cars man uh, and then he realized he liked drawing a lot more. Now he's an art professor. He's a full-time artist working on commissions and other work. He's an unbelievable artist. But I had a friend of mine write to me and say, man, that was one of the best fucking podcasts I've ever heard because he needed to hear an artist telling him that he failed a few times and he screwed up a few times and that kind of stuff. So I hope people get shit from it. That's cheesy, but I really do. Well, and if you can get people to be real, I mean, because here, here's the, here's the disconnect that happens uh, between uh, between quote unquote celebrities and real people, right? They, they, they hold them up mm-hmm. and, and we've done that as a society for, for years and years that we hold celebrities up into being these like demigods, right? That, that, that they haven't lived a real life. And it's even, you even see it in the media now, um, especially on the, on the, the, 
the far right media and they try to convince you that these Hollywood elites aren't real human beings, right? But they're real fucking people. And so the more you hear about the shit that they've gone through and the mistakes that they've made and, um, and, and the improvements that they've made. And, uh, you know, I didn't watch the Academy Awards, but, uh, apparently, uh, Joaquin Phoenix was talking about the cancel culture and he was talking about how, look, man, I've made a bunch of mistakes and had people not given me another chance. I've been an asshole. I've been rude to people. I've been inconsiderate and had people canceled me. Um, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to be up here today doing what I really love to do and, and and seeing people as human and going, Oh fuck, they do get to fuck up. Like a guy does get to accidentally Mm -hmm. grab the wrong ass and just be like, and that's all that happens. You know, like, oh, I grabbed, I grabbed mm-hmm. an ass. I didn't, you know, I didn't like hold somebody down and physically rape them. I, I grabbed an ass and I immediately apologized, like, because I realized it was wrong, mm-hmm. you know? And, and yep. so, so you have to allow these people to be human. And if you can do that on your show, it allows people to connect and allows people to grow and do fucking really cool things with their lives because now it's not this yeah. cu- curated life bullshit that everybody else is living, you know? It's like, oh, fuck, mm-hmm. those are people yeah. and I'm a person too. And oh shit, maybe at 40 years old, I can you know, uh, start to paint or I can, you know, uh, fucking become a, uh, a competitive bicyclist or, you know, something, whatever it is, you know, whatever right, it right, is. Right. Yeah. And that, and that's can, huge. It can man. be done. And that's why, that's yeah, I mean, why that and, show is marketable. And I think my favorite part about it is that it's conversational. Mm-hmm. I said to a guest that I recorded with just last week, I said the last, cause he, he kind of said like, oh, I really enjoyed this conversation. Thank you very much. And I said, the last thing I want to do is interview somebody. Right. Um, like, because nobody's interested in that. So when I can get that personal connection with people and stuff, like, uh, you know, Biff Naked, who is a multi-million selling artist, you know, and there's about 20 minutes in the middle there where we get real personal, mm-hmm. like me and her, like yep. real personal. And I was like, do I leave it in? Do I take it out? And of course I left it in, but there was a part of me that was like, was that just me and biff naked to having a conversation or was that part of the podcast you know what i mean so when you can have moments like that with people that are like that have somebody that you used to see on mtv and life-size posters of you know what i mean and you're having this conversation where it's like we're one and the same we're all like we've lived such similar things um so that's what's amazing about it and if other people can hear that too then it's crazy you know like when i interviewed the dude from the mighty ducks who of course i love those movies my whole life and there's things you learn that you already knew. And what I learned that I already knew in that interview was that when he was in that Mighty Ducks movie, he was the same age as me. Like when I was watching the Mighty Ducks, they were the same age as me because he's only a couple years older than me. Right. So they weren't movie stars or superstar hockey players. They were just kids literally just like me. And by talking to him on video and seeing that like we're similar ages, we've been through similar things and you're just a dude who's also an actor when he was a kid and... He talked about being hard to trust people when he was a child actor. You know what I mean? Because if everyone thinks you're famous, everybody wants to be your homie right? kind of stuff. So that was also a really beautiful conversation. Um, and then you have ones that aren't fun, but you've done those interviews too, man. The oh, ones sure. where you're like, oof. Yeah. No connection. Woof. Yep. No connection. None. Yep. You know, and, I remember and- a dude, I won't name him. I mixed up. I thought he lived in Toronto, but he lives in New York and he's lived in New York for decades. And from that point, I could tell he wasn't into it anymore. Uh, and I was like, oh, it's not. It's not a diss, man. Do you know how many like things I'm research? I was. It's just like you'll know. It's just verbal diarrhea. Sometimes yep. you just say things because you're speaking. You know it's not true. Like I've interviewed guys. We're 20 minutes into the interview with a guy named John. I've gone. So uh, Chris, tell me about. Oh where yeah. The fuck does that come from? Right. right. That's right. not a disrespect. That's just my brain going. Fleh. Yep. But I could tell from that point that he wasn't. He wasn't into it anymore, and it already wasn't a subject I was 
deep into. So that one, I may put it up and no one will ever know. Um, but I don't, I, I didn't, that one was tough for me. You know, going back to the Biff Naked interview, one of, one of the things for me that was great uh, was that at, at one point she started to interview you. Yeah. Like, and to me, yeah, that, that's, she did. that shows that there's an engagement there because now she wants to know things about you. You know, so it is a conversation. Yeah. You, you've been asking her questions yeah. and talking to her, and now it's like, oh, oh, okay. Well, let me find out about you. So that's that's what happens uh, if you meet somebody at a bar or at a dinner party or yeah. you know, like fuck, at the park walking your dog. Like that's how these. That's how a sounds hokey, but that's how a friendship happens. You know, because all of a sudden that person yeah. is interested in you, and that's why conversational yeah. podcasts, especially with people who are more famous than us, are such a huge draw. Is because you're getting a, a peek mm-hmm. into yeah. that person as a person. You know, that's fucking cool, man. Like, yeah. I'm really proud of you. Yeah. It's, it's really you don't cool. think of them of like, you don't think of them as like living in an apartment and making coffee when they wake up. Right. But they do, right? Like the, like the other week, it hasn't, been, I, it hasn't been announced yet, but I talked to a guy who is in the Songwriter Hall of Fame. He's in the Canadian Musicians Hall of Fame and he sold 30 million records plus. And when we started talking, he was like, I'm just going to make some coffee. And we're just like literally just chatting as this guy's brewing a pot of coffee. And I'm sitting there going like, you wrote some of my favorite songs ever. This is a great buildup for people to come back and check later who it is. You wrote some of my favorite songs ever. And I'm literally just listening to you making coffee. And in the middle of it, he's like, so tell me about you, Matt. I just start telling him random shit. And he's legit. You know, you ask questions where you're like, "Mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. But he's asking questions where I'm like, oh, he's actually listening to me. He's engaged. Um, And we had an... Yeah, we had a great conversation. So again, that's another one of my favorites. And that's what's so cool about it is you get to chat with these people. Uh, and for like an hour, you're their buddy, you know? Um, it's a really it's a really cheesy and nerdy comparison. But the Walt Disney World ride, Pirates of the Caribbean, was designed by Walt. It's one of the only ones where he had a real hand in it. Like it was his baby, right? Um, and he described it as he wanted it to be a cocktail party with pirates in it, right? <laughs> so as you go around this corner, now you're listening to this conversation of the cocktail party. Now you go around that corner and now you're listening to this part of the cocktail party. So you're not staying anywhere. You're just kind of drifting around listening to conversations. That's what I want Matt Lee's cre- gets creative to be. Yeah. Is you're just kind of dipping into my me and my buddies chatting for an hour and then you're dipping back out again. That's why I make a point to have the in and the out, the, the, the sounders that so specifically open and close it because I want it to be like, for me, stuff like that in the podcast is like therapeutic. That's the stuff I, I need is like, no man, you always do the intro, then you do the sounder and then like for, even for other people's podcasts, if they put things out of order, it kind of fucks up my day a little yep. bit, you know? So I like having that in and out sounder. Uh, I like the clear break in the middle where we talk about our Patreon program and um <laughs> It's, uh, I love doing the show, man. It's great fun. You know, it's, it's the one I'll always keep doing. Like the, I don't know. I say that, but then it's so hard to get guests. So I don't want to stop doing it, but if the time comes where I don't have solid guests to interview, then I don't really know what to do with it at that point. So it's hard. It gets harder and harder as well, especially getting guests because why, why do they want to do your show? You know what well, I mean? You know what? I just realized, fuck, didn't you talked to a friend of mine and I don't know that I ever heard it. Yeah, I, I did. I did. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I fucking never I'm listened being to it. Forgetting her name. Uh, Tree. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, who she was a um, she was a Disney character actor, um, and she is a dance instructor. Uh, we talked for an episode. Um, now again, out of no no intention, I just haven't released it as of yet because I find each season kind of has its own little arc, and I kind of stick with it. Yeah. So then sometimes some of the episodes would be 
jarring is a strong word, but jarring in the, in the pattern I'm kind of feeling because it's wild. Sometimes you'll talk to people and like, I'll talk to a guy six months ago. And then today I'll talk to somebody who will tell such a similar story to that guy from six months ago that I'm like, well, that's gotta be episode two and then three then like, that's not, that has to go that way. Uh, and it's just unbelievable. Like you say, as, as one of my guests said, the universe provides and it's wild because it does. Cause you think, well, guest number two talked about trauma involving his parents. And so did guest number three. Like, how does that work out? You know? So sometimes you got to just let the story tell. And that's why I end up with guests kind of stuck in the, stuck in the trenches, but they'll all be out. They'll all get used at some point when, when it makes sense for the universe. Well, that just makes me feel better because it was, it didn't come out and I missed it. And you, what? I said, it makes me feel better because that means that I didn't, it didn't come out and then I missed it. Yeah, no, you certainly didn't. Uh, it'll just be, it'll, it'll be out at some point. Um, of course, one of my favorites was talking to Brendan from Weedus. Oh yeah, that was just not too long uh, ago, right? That was within the last yeah, six months. That was that was that was episode was that episode that was episode one. Season one, episode one, I think. Or no, no, it was the final episode of season right. one. Um that's another mind blower because he's just literally a dude. Yeah. You know, he wrote he wrote one of the biggest songs ever. And again, there was a point where he asked me what, what some of my favorite bands were. And then I mentioned Coheed and Cambria and he was like, yo, get out of here. You saw Coheed. And I was like, yo, like five times. <laughs> and then we've told the story, but they play, uh, they played in Swansea about an hour up the road. So me, just Johnny and Rachel went to the gig and, um, we do kind of like a meet and greet. And as he comes up, I went, Hey man, I'm Matt. Uh, you did my podcast a while ago. And he's like, Oh no way. What's up, man. Hugs all around. And he says, you're coming to the show, right? Cause we went to the meet and greet. And I was like, no nah, man, it's sold out. We couldn't get tickets. And he just looks at us and he turns around. And he's like, yo, these are my big town podcast buddies. Can we get them some tickets or what? And some voice just went, how many? And he was like, three. And then you heard, yeah, all right. So some dude just comes up, give us wristbands and shit. And the best part of that was we got to hang out with Weedus during the sound check. Like, oh, wow. That'd fuck right, the gig. Yeah. The gig was great. The gig was great. But they're all on wireless guitars in their bass and walking around the venue, kind of just testing the sound and everything while we're standing there drinking beer. And as he's like walking by me and just Johnny, are like just holding our beers up to him. Like, what's up, man? <laughs> That was the best part of the whole night. And that was strictly because I've been emailing those guys. Now, honestly, since the first time I emailed them, no word of a lie was when I was working at CHCI FM, which was in high school. No because shit. Because when they released their album, their first album, I remember on the inside, they had a Hotmail address. And I was like, yo, why the fuck they got a Hotmail address in there? So I'd be, it's taken me since till 2018, but I got the motherfucker. So stick to your dreams, ladies and gentlemen, because you can always get them. And it was worth it because then I got to watch him sound check. And uh, that was awesome. Fuck. It, you know, it, it, I will say, uh, you know, podcasting has given me so many opportunities. I mean, I, the obvious, like obvious, and we've talked about it at ad nauseum is that, you know, the friends and the, the connections and the people. You know, because we wouldn't know each other if it wasn't for podcasting. We wouldn't have fucking shared a hotel room in Atlanta for a week if it wasn't for podcasting. Whoa, would... that's between me and that's between me and you, buddy. Oh, that was good times, man. Remember, I had to, I had to use Carry a fucking on. towel as a pillow and a fucking robe as a blanket because that fucking boutique hotel wouldn't give us extra blankets. Remember those fucks? Yeah, those assholes. Yeah, yeah. And then you had to. You apparently need to sleep in the temperature of Hoth. But anyway, <laughs> carry on. I don't like to be warm, man. It's from being a fat kid. I don't like to be warm. I don't like it at all. Uh, but I was definitely. Look, we said than what you. happened in Atlanta. Stay. <laughs> that's a, we we said what happened in Atlanta stays in Atlanta, dude. I don't I don't know why I didn't just fucking crawl into that bed with you. That would have been way more fucking comfortable than sleeping on that fucking floor, man. It was bad news. Yeah. Plus, you would have fucking kept me warm, man. I was fucking freezing. <laughs> 
because the fucking air conditioner is right above my head and you crank it up to 11. At I'm least like, you what had the fuck? fucking blankets. I had a fucking robe. <laughs> well, it's not my fault you didn't bring pajamas, buddy. I, you're right. <laughs> we only slept like That's fucking. You didn't bring your Transformers PJs. <laughs> ain't my fault. We only slept like. I'm out here making moves. Fucking three or four hours a night anyway. We were like up by eight o'clock every morning. Fuck. It was, it was the best of times. <laughs> it was the worst of times. But anyway, you're right. We wouldn't have done any of that. I wouldn't have gone to Atlanta without podcasting. Right. You know? Right. 100%. I wouldn't have spent a week with JJ Hawkins in my house without right. podcasting. Right. You know, I, fuck, I, you know, and I, you know, it's, it's fucked up because, you know, misinformation has never been an interview show, like by definition, but we've interviewed a lot of fucking people, um, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it's, it's been kind of cool. I mean, it's not, not very many people can say that they, you know, we fucking hung out, uh, at a casino with, uh, half of the cast of Impractical Jokers, you know I mean? That's mm-hmm. podcasting gives that and it makes you approachable and it makes you able, it gets you into places that you wouldn't normally be able to get into. Um, but it's, it's starting to, for me, it's starting to die off. Like, because every fuck, everybody has a fucking podcast now. Right. So it's no longer a novelty. Yep. It's no longer like, Hey man, I have a podcast. Oh yeah. What's a podcast? Well, we interview people. Um, and then we put this show out from our basement. It used to be kitsch, right? Like celebrities would be yeah. like, well, that's really unique. Oh yeah, I'll do that for you, man. I'll do an interview for you. That's that's cute. And and I think I heard Dax Shepard describe it the other day. They're like, now podcasting is the new like I can't remember how he described it, but he equated it basically like to going to the dentist, like something you have to do as part of your job. And right. you know, because he had uh, Will Arnett on, and it, it, he's like, they've been friends forever, and he was uncomfortable asking him to podcast because of you know the way that celebrities see podcasting now. And, and w- yeah. which sucks for those of us who have been doing it for fucking 10 years because like we were doing this, we we're enjoying it, we we're doing it well. And then all these extra shows that came out really fucking, fucking dump the, dump mm-hmm. the fucking card on us, you know? And I, I don't know, I, I'm a part of a, a podcasting group on Facebook. I'm not going to out the group because I don't want people to go in there and, and like bag on people, but um, it, a lot of people will jump in there and they're just like, you know, the last questions about podcasting and, and they're like, Oh, you know, uh, I, I want to start to do this. I want to do this next. And it's like, okay, look guys, here's the thing. Uh, I've been doing this a really long time. Unless you have something to say, that's going to set you apart from everybody else. There's no point in you doing a podcast because no one's ever going to hear it. You know, spend more time doing shit like interacting with humans, you know, because honestly, I mean, the whole reason we started our podcast was like, we didn't want to interact with people, you know, (laughs) we were doing that. We were doing this shit on my end. Like, okay, well now we're going to go to comic book conventions. Oh, well, this is kind of fun. We see our people now. All right. Well, we're interacting with our people and, oh, Hey, that celebrity doesn't have anybody at their table. Uh, let's go up and just like touch base. Oh, he seems really cool. Hey man, we do, we do an interview with us. Oh, you will? Awesome, man. And then you end up talking to them for like a half an hour and they end up being really cool. And then they they reach out to you later and be like, hey, man, I'm doing this new movie. You want to talk about it? I'm like, fuck yeah, we do. You know, and that yeah. was when it used to be cool. But now it's just the the market is so fucking inundated. It, it, it's it, it's the bubble, the podcast bubble. Like people are like, oh, man, there's more podcasts now. And, and, and podcasts are still even less. I read a thing today. Somebody was claiming that podcasts are less common than uh, like YouTubers, you know, like all these YouTube people that are making a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. That podcasts are still less um, common than those. And I'm like, how can that fucking be, man? Like so many people have podcasts. 
Yeah. Like that it's how, how everyone, everybody, fucking everybody. And, and I don't know how in the world you could make the argument that uh, YouTube channels are more common than, than just audio podcasts. So I, I, I don't know. It, it hurts my heart a little bit because I like to think we know what we're doing. I like to think we're really good at it. Um, and, but part of that's our fault too, because we don't go to comic book conventions anymore. We don't, uh, go to places that we can, mm-hmm. we can, you know, uh, pedal our wares, so to speak. But, you know, also, well, I, I legit used to host Q and A's and panels at comic cons. Mm-hmm. And one day I was kind of like, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Now, albeit I was very unwell at the time, but I was <laughs> right. still kind of like, eh, eh, because, eh, you know, well, no matter who you get, you get like fucking a few downloads and you think, oh, well, you know, when I, this is when you used to host the panels and I'd release them as things, but you got to have, I got to do all that because of podcasting. Yep. So I'm grateful for it all, but yep. you know, I'm happy to record the MLGC episodes when I can get guests and that's why I do it in seasons. So if I go a year without another season, then so be it. But I won't, I always wait till I have 10 and then I start releasing one week at a time. So when I'm happy with 10, I'll cut them together and I'll release them. Well, and that's another thing that it goes against our favor is that because podcasts are, are turning into like a new like marketing technique, uh, people want you to fucking go through their agents or there's actual, I, f- I fucking saw a thing the other day it is uh, these two women that run a company that their only job is to go out and get guests for podcasts. That's fucking insane to me. Yeah. And it, to me, it kind of takes a little bit of the novelty away from podcasting. If you're paying people be like, Hey, get me this guest. You know, like, and then, and then you have to assume the guest is then getting paid, which kind of takes some of the fun out of it too. It's like, oh, you, I have to pay you to be on my show. I just saw a fucking thing last, yeah. last night where this, this, this gal was asking on, in that Facebook group, Hey, um, I had someone approach me and say that if I paid them $99, I could be on their show and their show has a bunch of reach. You know, what do you guys think about that? And my gut was like, that is fucking stupid. Don't do that. Don't pay somebody yeah. to be on their show. But 90% of the responses in the thread were like, yeah, that's, it's called pay to play and it's very common. Although, although, would you pay to co-host Smodcast? And would I pay to go on the Joe Rogan podcast? Fuck yes, I think I would. Yeah, I, I, it, it's, it, it's sad for me though because like, okay, you know, then you're like, oh, they don't want to hear what I have to say. They just want my money. You know, because... A, yeah, yeah, but then if I get a trickle of what Joe Rogan gets... Right, right. But then does it doesn't then, it go? But then doesn't it go away after the initial? Because I, I I saw that when you know when we talked to uh, Walt Flanagan um, from Comic Book Man, like we got a huge fucking bump, like four thousand listens in that one episode, like yeah. boom. Um, and but doesn't stick, does no, it? No, not even a little bit. And Walt like legitimately wanted to talk to us. Like he he came on the show because mm-hmm. he he knew that we knew had people that we knew in common and shit. And so Walt came on and he was super charged up about it, which is not Walt at all. Like he does not do no. that. He doesn't reach out. He doesn't like to interact with people. We had a great time. Um, at the end, you know, we were like, Hey, this is really fun. And he's like, yeah, thanks for having me on. This was great. And, and, and it was an awesome conversation, right? Like to the point where there were a lot of times when we, there was stuff we didn't think he wanted to talk about. And he's like, let's talk about it. And I'm like, all right, here we go. But yeah, it didn't translate to anything. Um, and, and, so I'd be afraid that like, okay, so you pay your 200 or 300 bucks to be on a Smodcast or a Joe Rogan or something, and then you're out that money and that person doesn't become your friend. You know, like I could still call the secret stash today and talk to Walt on the phone and he would talk to me, you know, 
Um, but those guys, I mean, they're great. Don't, don't get me wrong. Rogan and Kevin Smith are fucking awesome. They're really good at what they do, but it would just be a business thing for them. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I'm, I might be okay with it on a certain level of horish. Maybe, maybe just I mean, so you could say I, you did, but I don't know. I mean, it, the problem is nobody gives a fuck about your podcast. Right, I don't mean you. I mean, in general, no, you were, so, you were right the first time. <laughs> <laughs> even so, even if Joe Rogan's like, Hey man, this is dude named Matt Lees. And he does a show called Matt Lees gets creative. He asked me to do it and I did it. It was a lot of fun. I think you should all listen to it. What am I going to get a couple thousand? Maybe, maybe once if they like yeah. it. And that's no comment on if the show's any good because I'll put a, I'll put MLGC up against any other interview podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't mean I'm going to get the listens. Well, and that's the other problem too. Like your show is good. Like, and there's some really cool shit happening on there, but there are 4 million interview podcasts out there, you know? And that's, and that's, exactly. that sucks because, you know, I'll listen to uh armchair expert with Dak Shepard and I'll listen to Mark Marin, and they'll have the same fucking person on within two weeks of each other. I'm not going to listen yeah, to both of them. Yeah. Cause they're on their little, yep. They're on, yeah, their they're little on that tour. little loop. Yep. And, and I won't listen to both of them. You know, I'll look and see, okay, who is, you know, who are they having on? What do I think their dynamics going to be like? But that's because those guys are celebrities, yeah. right? And I and I'm more interested in like they're dynamic with somebody else than I am with the uh, of the interview and what information I'm going to get, yeah. because you're going to yeah. get different information. But it's just like which is going to be more interesting? Okay, well in most cases it's probably going to be Marin because that guy just has a way about getting fucking people to like tell him shit that they're not telling other people, and it's pretty fucking cool. Um, yeah. But I, it just. Again, it makes it kind of cheapens it a little bit when you're like, oh, he's on these all three of these podcasts this month. You know, it's it's not. I still remember when I first noticed that pattern happening and it was the same kind of sadness that I got when I realized when I started in radio broadcasting that it was kind of kayfabe and it was a work uh, and it was the same kind of disappointment where I was like, oh, these are these aren't people just, oh, this you mean, uh, you know, and you yep. get kind of. Yeah. Bums you out a little bit. Yeah, these aren't people who are just popping in because they really want to be on this guy's show. And that, some of that does still happen. Like, oh, yeah. You know, b- yeah, but yeah. it's like, you know, because you'll hear the guys, man, I've been wanting to be on your show forever and you never called or, you know, or, or I, I, I'm glad our schedule's finally worked out or whatever. But for the most part, it is. You can just tell it's part of their press tour. And, yeah. and you always I know. Mean, even me, on my, on my shitty little level, I've had interviews where I can tell the, the person on the other end doesn't want to do it. Right. And I'm at... I, we talk about podcasts for 10 years. Matt Lee's podcast for 10 years ago would have legit said, motherfucker, why'd you do this then? Like, why'd you agree to get on fucking Skype with some stranger on the other side of the world if you're going to be fucking miserable about right. it? But I don't. You know, you're professional. I'm an old man now. I'm professional. <laughs> right, right. So I finished the interview. But I, the whole time I'm thinking like, why'd you do this, man? Like, I'm nobody. You're not making any money. You're not getting any fucking exposure. <laughs> right, right. So why are you grumpy with me? Just say no. Right. Because I get guys, I'll write to them or I'll write to their agent. And then I'll ask again, and the agent will come back to me and go, hey, man, uh, not for nothing, but he, he just doesn't want to do it. He doesn't want to do a podcast. I appreciate that more right. than the other shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Th- just say no, motherfucker. Well, thanks for being honest. Thanks for being human. You know, like, it, it, do- right? it does. It is a weird choice to to come on and without fucking, you know, cheapening what we do, come on some shitty little podcast and then be mad about it. Right. Like, what did, what did you think you were right? doing? It's like you getting come on. Right. It's like getting come on you during a porno. Like, do you not know where you fucking work? That shit's going to happen. You knew, right? <laughs> You're surprised I'm in a Transformers t-shirt and there's toys behind me, motherfucker? What did you think this was? I'm not Joe Rogan. Right. Yeah. If I was Joe Rogan, you'd be coming to me. Like, we would right. be doing it over fucking Skype. Like, none of these guys, <sighs> Mother- the, the big shows, none of them are fucking doing it over Skype. You know? Well, no. And, and I mean, it's... all mine are phone calls. Like, I phone, I call most people for MLGC, but like, you're right. It, yeah. 
fucking podcasting though, man. I yeah, had a point I was going to make and you fucking distracted me. I'm sorry. Shiny it's nickel. Okay. Shiny it's nickel. Okay. Shiny, shiny it nickel. might have been funny. That's all. We've lost a funny moment. <laughs> Could have been a funny one. I don't know what it was. Well, you know what? It was about being upset about guests and people being sulky on the phone with you and why'd you do that? I don't fucking well, know. Well, and, and, and while, whew, while, we, uh, while we're talking about, you know, that kind of shit, like, and 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 how podcasts work. You remember we talked on Misinfo about like if people dig hearing us talk to each other, we want to hear about it. They should tell us. Yeah, and it, matter of they fact, tell if us. they don't like us talking to each other, they we talk about please because I think we're going to try to do this more. Right? That's that's the yeah, plan. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. So the problem is our time difference, and you have you know you have little goblins you're responsible for. That is the best uh, fucking description. That is the most accurate <laughs> fucking description of my children I've ever heard because that's what they are like. They scurry in and out of fucking registers and, and behind crown molding and they fucking, it's like having two-legged rats that just, they just show up out of nowhere. Like they drop down out of fucking now, ceiling tiles. They fucking, they are constantly in under foot. They are always loud and screaming and throwing things and punching stuff. And they're fucking, they're goblins. You are right. 100% they're goblins. Yeah. But you know, just now where you said you're on my podcast, what did you expect? I have a question for you, sir. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, all these years ago when you and Jenny were like, let's have a family. Let's have more children. Let's let's expand. You already had a family. Right. Let's expand our family. Right. What the fuck did you expect, man? You have two little kids. Of course they make your life hell. That's their job. I bet you made your mama's life hell too. No, that, see, and here's the trick. Here's the trick. So so obviously we've got we've got four kids. 23, 23 in March, 19, 6, and 3. Right. So right about the time when we could start fucking ordering pizzas and shit for the older kids and leaving, and then they just pay for them when they get here, we decide to shit out another kid. So she comes out and she is a fucking amazing baby. Right. No problems. She uh, plays by herself, starts uh, flipping through. I'm not shitting you, man. Like sitting in front of the bookshelf at, at nine months, turning pages of books, just looking at the pictures all by herself for an hour at a time. Not a fucking peep out of her. She played toys and Barbies and shit by herself. Everything was fucking aces, okay? I could I could work out. I could get on the treadmill. I could do whatever. And she would just, like, watch TV or read books or play with her toys. It was fucking amazing. And then this, this new one, the little one fucking comes out, and all fucking bets are off, man. She's fucking needy. She's always in your face. Play with me, play with me, play with me. And, and fucking wants to... She can't just play by herself. She wants attention all the fucking time. And the first one fucking tricked us. The first one tricked us into thinking that having little kids was going to be different than it is. And then the second one came along. He's like, I got you, bitches. I got it right here. It's like went from like a fun little kid to now living with like a Nazi drill instructor who just bosses you around all the time and tells you how it's going to be. It's fucking it's I'm exhausted. I'm so tired. Sounds wonderful, my friend. And let me say better you than me. But for the most part, having kids is pretty cool until you have one that fucking owns you. Like I'm scared of that well, little one. She's she's terrifying. Well, you, sh- you should be. She's terrifying. You should be. Terrifying. I've seen pictures where she's looking in the camera, man. Oh man. You should be. She's, she will kill oh, you. Oh, and so fucking smart. She's outsmarting us all the time. All the time. She looks at her fucking sister last night running around the house, her older sister running around the house all hyped up cuz her cousin was here, and she looks at her and she gives her this fucking like open hand, palms to the floor, pump the brakes like thing. She's like, "Hey. Hey. Calm down." That's what the three-year-old says to the six-year-old. Calm down. 
Like, it's funny because I've seen you say that to Fatty, yeah. one of your co-hosts. <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's the fucking Calm truth. Calm down. down. But yeah, it's so it having kids definitely. I mean, it it, it interferes with some with some stuff, but you know, I do have. We have options, you know. We took I took the little one and dropped her off at my in laws tonight because they they used to live up in Minnesota, which is for obviously your list. Most of your listeners are not fucking probably in the states. Where do most of your listeners from? Do you know? Uh, a lot of it is the states, actually, more, which more I so imagine we got from. Um, now over the last few years, it's more in the UK. Yeah. Um, uh, for Legend, but Matt Lee's gets creative is definitely like Canada's all the big hits because I think most of the big guests are can- Canadian. Okay. Um. So, but yeah, mostly, yeah, I get a lot from America, but I think that's because all you guys over there. So they'd be- A lot. A lot. So they, they'd say, so so the people in Canada are familiar with Minnesota because it's like Canada light. But so I live in Iowa. Minnesota's just north of us. We used to have to, we used to have to drive like four and a half, five hours to see my in-laws. Well, they moved down here into our town. So now it's fucking great because I'm like, ah, I got some shit to do. So I just take the fucking little round one over there and drop her off. I'm like, I may not come back for her. I'm just telling you right now, she, she's yours now. Right. She lives here now. Right. Um, but that gives me a you little keep her. Bit, Yeah, you keep her. She's she she's not she's not in a diaper, so she should be easy to take care of. She's yours. Um so that gives me a lot more freedom. I mean, you know, I can I can on a Monday or a Tuesday, I can break free and have a few hours for us to do this kind of shit. So that's fucking awesome. Okay. Yeah. It sounds fun because since both our co hosts have vetoed us. Yeah, well and you know, I I, I can get you know, Eric will be around. I just uh, uh, scheduling. Just like you, scheduling. And Eric enjoys fucking scheduling. Eric enjoys it. He's he's not he's not like Johnny. He doesn't. Oh, he's not like my guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I remember once we did a Christmas special with JJ Hawkins and our boy Aaron Poole, um, and myself and just Johnny. And uh, you know the kind of humor we all have with each other is the Dragon Con crew, right? We yep. fucking rip on each other, and so we're like two minutes in, we get started, and just Johnny kind of says like, "Hello," and Aaron interrupts whoever's talking he says wait wait wait, matt 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 i'd like to congratulate you for your streak on getting the most charismatic and energetic <laughs> co-hosts oh, so mean and do you remember when i talked in the other show about when i knew i hurt eric's feelings during our quiz show yeah i knew it hurt just johnny's feelings that that's and he shut down that's pretty brutal because he can't like and, and i'm not like he it just it, it cut him i think because he he hadn't met these people yet and i talked to him like i'm like oh they're my podcast buddies and right away they picked on him and then it turned in that we just ripped on him for the whole episode um, but but you know it's a wonder why he doesn't like podcasting right yeah no shit i how the hell did you get aaron pool to get on a podcast i've uh, i'll have you know i've podcasted a few times with aaron we have an mlgc episode in the fucking bank no shit uh about his comic book writing and shit absolutely um yeah, I don't know. I thought it, I, don't I, know, man. I thought he died. Well, no, no, no. The one who I keep thinking is dying. Uh, uh, the one who I'm always like, I've heard from that guy forever. Is Fitzy's the hard one to get podcasting? Really? Uh, I mean, I can video chat with the motherfucker and send videos back and forth on WhatsApp, but I can't get him to commit to a podcast. Well, that's too bad. So that's too bad because he's oh, well. he's fun. He's fun. He's he's he's, he, he's the fun of that that duo, in my opinion. He's he's the fun one. Uh, yeah. If, uh, Aaron is the the organizer. You know what I mean? He's like, Fitzy's the color. <laughs> Fitzy's the color guy. Yeah. Uh, fucking Aaron's the play-by-play guy, you know? It's a shame, man, because many moons ago, drunkenly in a house in Dublin, we recorded a lost episode of Cabin Fever. Now, I don't know if it would have been the final one ever, but it was never released, and they don't do it anymore, so technically, it was the last one ever. Right. 
Uh, we did a special edition of Smart Marks, our wrestling podcast. We did an episode of Cabin Fever, which files never went anywhere because Fitzy. Um, <laughs> but I remember that they were that in real life too. Yeah. Like we were at Fitzy's house while Aaron was looking around for the recording equipment. <laughs> right? Like, let me say that again for those of you who weren't listening. We're at Fitzy's house while Aaron is looking for the recording equipment. And I'll never forget at one point. <laughs> he's looking around and Fitzy just holds up a mic and he goes, Aaron, baby. And he looks at him and he just taps the mic like we need another one. And Aaron's far for fuck's sake. And he's looking around pulling. <laughs> it was amazing. It's too bad it never went anywhere because I'm sure that was a great episode because top three times I've been drunk in my life have involved Weller and they've also involved Fitzy. Well, that, now, not that, that they've ever been together. Me. That doesn't surprise but, me at all. Fitzy and I have been so drunk that we threw a legit strop at the ending of a wrestling event and walked out of a bar, like stropped hard at the ending of a fictional entertainment show. I just threw a fucking strop and walked out. What is this word? What? What? Fiction? Strop. Strop. Oh, like, um, oh, you know, like, you know, like when your kids had enough of your shit and she just fucking wails at you. Oh, like a stomps her feet. Oh, a tantrum, a tantrum. A tantrum. Oh, okay, okay, That's gotcha. A gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I'm very familiar with tantrums. Yes. It, it, it was a dark night in Dublin. We were watching the Royal Rumble. You can see how deep I'm thinking about this. <laughs> I can actually it was see the how WWE. Deep. Actually, I can I can see you. You're looking up at the ceiling even. It was the title match between The Rock and long-standing champion CM Punk. Okay. Now going into this thing, we go into this bar and legit everyone is in rock merch, like this whole bar, except me and your boy Fitzy and our CM Punk shirts, right? I don't remember what year this was, uh, but you can all look it up because it's the one where Punk goes on to lose the belt to rock, okay? Now, again, knowing what wrestling is, we all fucking knew Punk was losing the belt to rock, okay? It wasn't a shock. We all fucking knew where the story was going. We knew we had to fight Cena, Mania in six months. Fine, we get it. I understand it. Doesn't mean have to like it. So we're aware Punk's probably losing the belt, right? So this whole night, there's shit going on, and people in the crowd lovingly and playfully are mocking me and Fitzy, right? Like, so then there's parts of the match where the crowd is literally chanting on the TV, at the crowd, at the, at the arena, are chanting, let's go Rocky, followed by CM Punk. Let's go Rocky, CM Punk. So this entire bar is now standing up chanting, let's go Rocky, to which, of course, me and Fitzy, we've been drinking Long Island iced teas out of the pitcher for like three hours, oh, right? God. So by this point, we're the only ones in the bar standing up going, CM Punk, let's go Rocky, CM Punk. Now, what folks may not remember about this match is they did a false finish, which Vince McMahon loves a false finish. And if you don't know what a false finish is, it's literally what it sounds like. They do the ending, which isn't the ending. Okay, and you can kind of tell it's happening too, right? So in this match, the ending that was not the ending was CM Punk beats The Rock and retains the title. Woof. And Fitzy and I literally have that moment of like, <gasps> we jump on the tables, we're on the chairs screaming so much that we're spilling our drinks on ourselves, like chanting CM Punk. I'm literally doing the ah finger point to people. <laughs> oh, no. And then you hear through the stereo, you hear the music hit of Vince McMahon. Uh, and we thought, oh no. And that's the moment where we look at each other and we go, well, of course, you know, this is all telepathically now where we're going, 
well, we knew fucking Punk wasn't taking the belt home. I know, man, but I thought that, like, I thought maybe we had it. And now Vince is here. We know Vince is going to reverse it. We know this is what's going to... Fuck. So we sit back down. Vince restarts the match. And it's the cheesiest fucking finish ever. A cheesy little stupid clothesline followed by the people. Like, I like The Rock, okay? At least give him the rock bottom. He finishes it, a 300-day reign with a fucking people's elbow, okay? Wins the belt. One, two, three. Rock music hits. And the entire bar turns to me and Fitzy. Ah! <laughs> chanting, Rocky, Rocky, Rocky. <laughs> and instead of, instead of embracing it like men and going... All right, you fucking got me. We're fucking five pitchers deep. We decide to throw a strop. Fuck this. Throw our drinks down. Walk out of the bar straight into a taxi and home to Fitzy's house where we sat like this. (laughs) (laughs) To the point that we realized we left Steve in Dublin at the bar. Steve Markey? Yeah. So he's like, where the fuck are you guys? And we're like, oh, no. We were sulking so hard. We left Steve behind. Oh, that's so shitty. Uh, I have a st- now that's also a beautiful story. Please, you can go. But that's also a beautiful story about wrestling, and the reason why I always check in now again with wrestling because sometimes it gets you. <laughs> that was an amazing moment, and it fuck they got me. That's their job, and they got us both, and we sulked hard. Please, I had a I had a I had a moment, a similar moment, uh, not involving wrestling, where. Uh, I was a young 19-year-old lad, and uh, I very rarely did I have uh, like a, one of those deals where my stepdad and I would get into, you know, like a, a fucking, like a, uh, oh, fuck me, I'm having a stroke, uh, you know, like a, a trying to do the Fight alpha, argument? yeah, like an alpha male thing, like who's gonna, you know, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like, so we get into this fight uh, at my folks' house, I'm home for the summer from college and we get into this argument and it ends in me pulling one of the, like, you better sit down old man before I put you down kind of a deal. And oh, and then dear. I, then I fucking leave, right. Get in my car and fucking drive away. Left my girlfriend there. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, so did you tuck your tail and go back for her? Or did you just break up with her? No, I, I went back and got her and just pulled up in the street and she comes out and gets in the car. And I'm like, how fucking awkward had that, did that have to be for her? I mean, at least poor Steve, like, he's like, well, I guess I'll just order another drink. <laughs> You know, like for her, she's sitting there at my parents' house after I've just had a fucking total row with my fucking stepdad. And she's like, what do I, what do I do? What what do I do? (laughs) So you guys, uh, you guys like stuff? Yeah. So, um, and I mean, she knew them pretty well, but it was still very awkward because it's like, oh. And so, of course, me at 19 years old, I was a total fucking prick. Right. So she gets in the car and immediately it's her fault. I'm like, why didn't you follow me out the door? <laughs> You're supposed to support me. You're supposed to, you should have known I was leaving. You should have followed me out the door. It's your fault for not getting in the fucking oh. car. Like, why? The, what the fuck was I thinking? I was a terrible, uh, terrible dude. person. We're back to that whole, it's amazing that we're married to mm. beautiful women and, and we have homes to live in oh, and people that fuck. accept us and let us be around them and shit, you know? Oh, fuck. I, wow. I, I, don't, I don't have people who accept me. I have a person who accepts me. <laughs> <laughs> no, those kids accept you because they own you, so yeah, they have to accept yeah. you. Yeah, they're just hoping. You belong to them. Yeah. They accept you. They know where the Fruit Loops come from. That's what it boils down to. That's right. Do. Yeah, if I, yeah, That's right. But, I, you know, do you, do you find, and, and I think that you probably do, uh, do you find it harder to make friends now? Oh, yeah, because I don't want to either. Right. It's you a lot I mean? of work. Like, you got to put in a lot yeah, of yeah. effort. Like, I find that even the yeah. friends that I've made, like, in the last five or six years, it's still, there's a lot of effort that goes into maintaining those friendships, as opposed to the friends that yeah. I've had for 10 or 15 years. It's just like, if I don't see that motherfucker for six months, uh, it's fine. 
Right. You know, but yeah. like friends. You can jump on Skype after eight years and talk for three hours. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Hypothetically. Yeah. 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 You know, but for. But like, when I had my first band practice on Friday, my biggest worry above all else was like, yo, what if they don't like me? Right. Or even it worse. It wasn't like, what if we're not good enough? What if we don't play music well enough? I was like, what if they don't like me? Or, or even worse, what if you don't like them? Because it's Which like, is more likely. Yeah. It, when, so, and the worst thing is like, what if you don't like them and they're good? Because now you're just waiting. You're like, when is this going to fall apart? Mm, you know, like, mm-hmm. cause that, I mean, and that happens, like I'll, I'll meet people and I'm like, oh, they're pretty interesting, but we really have nothing in common. And then pretty soon it's like, Hey, you want to hang out? It's like, not really like nothing mm. personal, but I just, I don't, I I'm tired. I got some Jedi fallen order to play. Like I got, you know, I, I got six fucking podcasts to edit that I haven't touched. You know, like it's, right. it's, it's fucking, it's just, it, it is exhausting to be an adult trying to maintain friendships. That's- Absolutely. Exhausting. Especially when people are such fuckwits and annoy you all the time. Right. And nobody works. Nobody works a normal schedule. That uh, the, the nine to nope. five Monday through Friday just does not fucking exist anymore. It's no, which what makes that easier is when all your buddies live across the world too in different time zones. Yeah. That makes that easier. No too. shit. Well, you know how many times, how many times I said to you, you fucker, like you, Whoa. you moved so far away. Like how that fucking Whoa. sucks because before you're, you're only 13, only merely, merely 13 hours away. Uh but that Uh that felt uh manageable you know dude i don't know if it would take me 13 hours to travel there now um like yeah i guess i guess the flight's like 10 yeah i guess depends where you're flying to yeah it it, it, uh but yeah no shit right well i'm sorry for not considering you when i returned home (laughs) i apologize fuck motherfucker you know if we live if i lived in iowa if i lived in town you live in right Waterloo. We probably still would see each other twice a year. Oh, All right, so no. you fucking come at me, no, bro. No, you know that's not true. You know that's not no, true. No, you 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 under, underestimate how antisocial I am. You think Weller's bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm good at friendships around the world because there's no connection. <laughs> because they can't show up at the door and be like, want to have a beer? Because then I have to be the guy that goes, nah, not really, man. <laughs> and it doesn't mean I don't like you. It just means like, nah, not really, man. <laughs> and sometimes people can't handle that stuff. It hurts their feelings. But see, I think I think the trick. I think that I think Rachel and Jenny would get along. So I think, yeah, because they pick on us, right? That's fine. That's fine. They go, this asshole used to do that too. Yeah, that's fine. As long yeah, as that motherfucker tried that in the bedroom with me too. Oh, well, but it's you learned it from me. <laughs> well, I learned it from Weller, and you know it. <laughs> I yeah. Well, yeah, I can't. I can't compete there. It's impossible. I have a postcard downstairs addressed to him that is addressed to Sledgehammer Weller. <laughs> I still send him random postcards all the time. By the way, that's awesome. I bet he, I bet he loves it. I bet he loves it. He, you know, I, yeah. My favorite was the one where because one showed up like with a, a crease in it, and on the next one I wrote, "I hope those dirt bags at the post office don't fold this one this time." <laughs> they, and I'm telling you, it legit showed up, fucking folded up, like crinkled. And he sent me a picture. It looked like a dead spider on the table. <laughs> and I was like, they definitely read that because I said on it something like, "Nor should they be." Re- <coughs> Nor should they be reading this. Mind your fucking business, postman. And it was like, <laughs> so yeah, I send him random shit sometimes. I'm gonna send you some Jaffa cakes soon. Oh, um, s- oh, don't fucking. send me your fucking. Oh. Send me your address because I kind of know your address because it's kind of Star Warsy, but I don't know your address. Oh fuck, man. I know Weller's by memory because his is really fucking easy, right? Yeah, like, it's really easy. That yeah. one just sits right there. Yeah, it, I'm not going to out it, of course, but that one well, literally, you're just like, well, I know it. One we can say is like, it's the end house on a dead end street. So it makes it pretty right? easy to remember. Yeah, yeah. 
Like I know his better than my own sometimes because I live in Wales where they spell shit weird and I'm like, fuck it, I'm just gonna ship this to Weller's house. He can send it to me. Did you did you know? So we have a big uh, we has have a big uh, Bosnian population in in our town and the the grocery store that's like six blocks from my house has a international food section and they're not Jaffa cake. They're not like McVitie's or whatever brand Jaffa cakes, but they have Jaffa cakes now and a bunch mm-hmm. of different flavors. And I'm like, no, this is amazing. Nope. No, there's only one flavor oh, of Jaffa cake. Dude, that's it. The, dude, the, ras- nope. the raspberry ones are delicious. Nope. They're delicious. Nope, that is not a Jaffa cake <laughs> because I believe even the word Jaffa is a reference to citrus vis-a-vis orange vis-a-vis fuck you. That is not a Jaffa cake, all right? I mean, I'll Baby eat Yoda both. is not a liar. Baby Yoda's a liar. The Beatles are amazing. I don't like Jaffa the Beatles. Jaffa cakes are orange only. And to quote Jim Cornette, thank you, fuck you, and goodbye. Raspberry. Delicious. Uh, do, you, do, you, do you listen to Jim Cornette's podcast? No. No. You should. He's he's kind of like you eight years ago. He's an angry motherfucker. I'm still- He yells a lot. I'm still angry. I'm just more reasonably angry now. Yeah, you just don't have any- You know, it's not- You don't have any more fire in the belly. It's okay, buddy. Don't worry. Well, I got a lot of belly in my belly. Does that count? I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> I thought it was the lens. <laughs> You know, these cameras these days, it's not 4K, so I don't I don't want to, you know what I mean? It's I, I lost the ball, you gained the lump. What can we do? It's true. It's true. I got, and I don't mean the kids. I, I am the lump. That's exactly what I meant. <laughs> Tell the people where they can listen to you. Uh, now that I'm 30 minutes late because I've been yelling at you. Well, you just, you angry enough for both of us. Uh, Misinformation Podcast, anywhere your podcasts are, uh, I'd say, sold if we made any money off of them. Uh, iTunes, we're hosted at podbean.com if you're into their weird fucking system where you have to download their app in order to get their music and stuff. It's dumb. I don't like it. Uh, but iTunes, iTunes, Misinformation Podcast on iTunes. That's the easiest place. And, yeah. yeah. So check them out. Sorry about the theme song. Um, theme song's amazing. I didn't. Other than that, you know how you know how we do, motherfuckers. It's at Legend Podcast on your Twitter. Oh. Spare Time Legend on the Instagram where you can look at pictures of my toys, if that's your bag. And uh, as we finish, I'm going to tell Zach about a toy that I've ordered. And uh, part of my reasoning behind ordering it was just to make him a little jelly. You motherfucker, if it's a fucking semi-truck, I will kill you. Uh, it's uh, a, a, an SD... CC exclusive. You motherfucker. Uh, God it's a combination it. toy. Oh, it's a, what do you call them? Oh, like a mashup? I hate you. Uh, like a mashup? Is that what they are? I hate you so uh, much. It's it's a more, it's a, it's the next one of this. It's not, it's not this. I have that one. It's the next one. You I have, have this one, one as yep, well. I have yeah. that one. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, you motherfucker. We don't have the other one. That, it's fucking $300. Whoa, that's. It's not what I paid, baby. Shit. Well, but where, anyway, where the fuck it's an amazing, it's basically like Optimus Prime, um, Ghostbusters mm. decals. It's tidy. It's, it's banging. So, it's beautiful. It's so pretty, man. Like it, it is a really well done, it's a really well done piece. Like I, yeah, I, it's fucking amazing. I would love to have it. Um, but yeah, I haven't found it anywhere cheaper than I think the cheapest I found it might've been like two forty I'll trade you for your Ghostbusters firehouse. I'm going to send it to you in pieces because I still haven't put it yeah, together yet. <laughs> It's funny because I was gonna buy the No Name Lego one oh, until I heard you fuck. rant about it. And I was like, "Fuck that shit!" Because oh. it's gone now. It's 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 not available. Oh, the No Name unless one. Unless you pay like the no, unless you pay the stupid Lego oh, prices. Right, right, right. Yeah, because then you can't. You probably can't get the No Name one anymore because the so that's a, a, a Chinese company, Le Pen, 
and uh, his his warehouse got raided, uh, and he got arrested for a copyright infringement. So that they don't even oh, exist anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, I just read an article about it not too long ago. Yeah. Which, no, they got the got them. They got them right here on this this really dodgy app that I'll tell you about later. Oh, they. Uh, I'm th- that is fucking. It was the worst thing. Like it's really cool, and eventually I'll get yeah. it put together. But I have to have Jenny's help because all the pieces are just randomly put in bags. Yeah, that's ludicrous. Yeah, it's fucking that's horrible. Ludicrous. Over four thousand pieces. Um, they have to sort by hand. Mm. Yeah, we had at the choice the time we bought the Lego uh, Disney Castle. Mm. We were choosing between the two, and then just my luck, they discontinued the firehouse right after that. Which I'm surprised they did, but, but I think it was just it was it was uh, too expensive. I think it was too expensive. People didn't want to pay for it. Like Lego do that too, man. They do it like Disney does it with their videos. They fucking vault them and shit. Oh, that's... But anyway, I'll be sure to send you a photo once my beautiful motherfucker toy arrives. Motherfucker. If I take it out of the box quick enough and send you some of the plastic, you might still be able to smell the toy. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, could you do that for me? Yeah. Yeah. I'll stick it in with your Jaffa cakes. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to open it though, because I don't, I don't think I can open it unless I have two. Uh, so I think for now it's staying in the box. I'm way past the time in my life where I where I don't open things. I don't even mean from a resale. I'm never going to sell any of this shit, but they just look cooler. Like, well, let's let's see. Well, part no, of the, like look at this look at this motherfucker right here. Part of that is because they're using uh, retro packaging. Of course they are. They're geniuses. Yeah. But look at that. Yeah, like, that's good looking toy. Yeah, the unpunched great. Yeah. on the box. Masters of the Universe, like, yes, I want to open it and play with it, but it also looks amazing up there. Yeah. Well, and if, you know, it, it, and if that's the thing that you do, like, if you, that's how you display shit, like, then it, then it looks really cool on the card still. But for me, I want to get a, tra- a Transformer, I got to get out and play with it, because I want to see both versions of it. You know, I want to see the... Yeah. And I mean, I do both. You can see right here on my camera. You can yep. see... Yep, I see it. Loose wrestlers in this cabinet. You know what I mean? You're a loose so wrestler. I like both. I, I, I am, I am lo- loose. Is that yeah. a sex thing? You dirty yes, son of a bitch. Yes, Look. We're closing this show up because I was I'm, I was supposed to be someplace thirty four minutes. Yeah, you ago. said a hard out at seven o'clock, and we are. Yeah, I don't. I was, yeah. Obviously, hard isn't my thing. Just like you, buddy. You know what I'm saying? Whoa! Just just stay rigid, if not hard. Turgid, if you will. Turgid? Yeah, oh, I don't. You can't describe music as luscious, and you can't describe <laughs> sex organs as turgid. Whatever turgid. you just said. Turgid. 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 This has been another edition of your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. I've been just Johnny. I've been Matt Lees. Oh, we did it wrong. You did it right. I did it wrong. <laughs> this has been another edition of your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. I've been Zach from Misinfo. I've been. What are we doing now? <laughs> Am I just Johnny? No, now? you do. You did it right. You did it the same. No, you do it right. I did it wrong. This happens every time. It just proves that none of you dickwads listen to this fucking stupid show. Listen, this has been another edition of your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. I've been Zach from Miss Info. I've been just Johnny. And you say. No, you say, and he's been Matt Lees. Oh, and he's been Matt Lees. And he's been Matt Lees. He, and he's been Matt You Lees. always get it right. I'm the one who gets it wrong. Oh, That's the point of the yeah, joke. Shit, That's why it's it. funny, Zach. It's not funny when I have to explain the joke to you, Zach. Things are always You should funnier. know that as a comedian. They're always funnier when you have to explain them. Always. Always. Now I'm having the stroke. This has been another edition of your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. I've been Zach from Miss Info. And he's been Matt Lees. Eat a dick. Love you. And we're done. Eat a dick. And we're done. <laughs> Edging in my, Edging in my- That's why it's funny, Zach.